um, we're on Tzadik Chesamad Aleph. There's a Mishnah. So let's just get a quick, um, quick background, a little bit of background information. So when a woman has a Ksuba and the husband dies, the, the estate is liable to pay her the Ksuba. And until they pay her the Ksuba, she's entitled to Mizonos. So the estate has to give her Mizonos until she collects the Ksuba. Okay? So, and again, the standard Ksuba is 200 Zuz. And sometimes what the woman wants to do is take property, take assets, sell the assets to monetize her Ksuba. That's the background we need for this mission. So the Mishnah says like this, Almana, Shahaisa Ksubasa Masai. So she has a 200 Zuz Ksuba. Umachra, she took a piece of land worth 100 zoos from the estate, right? And she sold it the Matayim. She got 200 zoos for 100 zoos a, a piece of land. So how much did the estate, take? how much did she take out of the estate? She took out of the estate 100 zoos land. But she did a great deal, and she ended up having 200 zoos in her pocket. So how much of her ksuba has she collected? Half or all? That's the issue. Says the Mishnah. Oh, now let's reverse the case. Shove Masayim, she took a, a 200 zoos piece of land and she sold it bimane. So in the first case, we have a sharp businesswoman. And in the second case, we have a very silly businesswoman. So in the first case, she took 100 zoos land and got 200 in her pocket. In the second case, she took a 200 zoos land and got 100 in her pocket. Says the Mishnah, in both cases, niskabla ksubasa. In both cases, she has received the full ksuba. Says Rashi. Says Rashi. Shove masayim bimone niskabla ksubasa. So... The, 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 she took out 200 zoos. She only got 100 zoos. But we say, I'm reading in law, I've said it. It's your problem. It's your fault. The Yorshim gave you a ton. You ended up taking a 200 zoos piece of land from the Yorshim. And the fact that you only got 100 zoos is your problem. It's your fault. We're going to have to see in the Gemara why in the first case, she doesn't gain from the fact that she was a sharp businesswoman. Because at the end of the day, the Yorshim only gave her on the, she only took 100 zoos land from the, from the uh, estate. We'll see, that's going to be the Gemara's discussion. Okay. Now, here's another very important dinner. Again, this is going to open the door. It's going to be a back door to our whole sugya of shlichus and making mistakes in the shlichus. Haisa ksubasa mana. So there is a ksuba only of a mana. She was an almana, whatever it is. She has a ksuba of a hundred zuz. Umachra shave mana vidinar bimana. So she took out a land worth a, 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 a hundred and one zoos and she sold that land for a hundred zoos. So she got her ksuba, but the problem is she took out land that was worth more. So there's two problems here. A, she took more land than she was entitled to and she ended up messing up the transaction. Says the Mishnah, mechra bottle. The whole deal is off, meaning the, the deal is, 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 is reversed. Afilu, he all merit She said, wait a minute, what's the problem? The problem is that I took out 101 zoos land. So I'll give the Yorshim back a zoos. Doesn't, that doesn't help. We'll see in the Gemara. It's a little more complicated than it appears on the surface. 
Let's see Rashi. Mach mechra bata. Why is the whole deal off? She also dinar ain larishus limkor. She had no right to sell a piece of land worth a hundred and one zoos. The truth is, a dinner is much less than a zoos. It's a hundred point one zoos. So okay, but I'm I'm calling it hundred and one just to keep the cheshbon uh, easy. Means even if it's a tiny bit over over hundred zoos, a hundred zoos and a dollar and a penny. Okay, nimtza shekol hamecher taus shaharei bevasachas hayim. She sold the whole piece of land at once. She had no right to sell a piece of land worth hundred and one zoos. So she sold land that she had no right to sell. Everything is everything is off. Okay, back in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel takes us off in a different direction and he starts talking about all kinds of scenarios. So let's skip Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and go to the second wide line. I'm sorry, the third wide line. And we're going to skip Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and go just to the last din of the Mishnah. So she has a 400 Zeus Ksuba. And she took a piece of land and sold a piece of land for a hundred zoos. And then she sold a second piece of land for a hundred zoos. Okay. And again, and she did it a third time. But the last one, when there was a hundred zoos left on her ksuba, she what she did is she sold Now we have a case where, where, she sold that last case. We know that the last one it's going to say Shalachron Bato, right? because it's just like the first case where she took 101 zoos when she was only entitled to 100. But the Chiddush is Vishal Kulam Mechran Kaya. But all the original ones are okay. Since the original ones, each time she sold them, we're going to see it's even more complicated than it appears in the Mishnah because the Mishnah sounds very simple. I mean, why, why, why is there an issue when she was a 400 zoos ksuba, she took 100 zoos of land and sold it for 100? Of course it's good. What's the problem? What, what do we care what she did at the end? So that's going to be in the Gomorrah. Okay, so is the Mishnah clear? Um, can I ask, can I ask a question? You have to ask all the questions because we got to make sure, as stated, that the Mishnah is clear, except for all the things the Gomorrah is going to talk about. Okay, I, I, have, I have a fundamental question, but it's extraneous to... Um, the points you were trying to make, but maybe it isn't extraneous. There's something very fundamental here that I don't understand. When a, when, a, when the husband dies, his isavon, according to Dintor, automatically devolves to his sons. It belongs to his sons. She is, the, the, the wife is nothing more than a creditor of the isavon. So who is she to take any piece of land and to sell it? He, she, has, she has no authority to do that. So obviously you see clearly that you're not correct. You see from this mission that you posited an incorrect assumption. The, the, entire, estate, the entire estate is Meshubad to her Ksuba and to her Mizonos. Granted, but who says she can decide which piece of land to sell? Okay, apparently she can. Apparently she can. She has a right. It's called, again, she's monetizing her Ksuba. She's monetizing her Ksuba. Okay, that's I, that's not part of the issue here. Okay, but except know, that as that's why I said it's extraneous, but I don't understand how that works. I mean. Okay, but you see that it works. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, excuse me, I just uh, I didn't understand the last case. There was a ksuba of four hundred, and she made two sales of a hundred each, 
No, she made three sales. The commission doesn't give you every detail. She made three sales of 100 ETH. Oh, 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 there's one, one sale. Like Hatsuri Maxera. Oh. Three sales of 100 each, and then the last sale, she That's made right. a hundred, 101, a, a field of 101, and she sold that for 100. I see. Okay, I didn't okay. I didn't see that. Okay, fine. Okay. Again, it's, it's, it's shorthand. It's shorthand. Okay. Frank de Gamora, Maishna, Rishav, them assigned them on it. So when she sold a one, I'm sorry, she sold a 200 Zeus field, and she only got 100 for it, what do we say? At Afsadit, you lost. You caused yourself a loss. You took a 200 field. You only got 100. It's your problem. But then we should say we should be fair. We should say that in that case, if she's a sharp businesswoman, and Shabbat Monabim Asayim, Nami Tema Anar Vachna. So let her make the claim. Uh, you gave me 100 Zeus field. The fact that I sold it for 200, it should be my rev. Okay? So, Omar of Nachman. Omar. So, again, right? The Mishnah says it's the same. The Gemara seems to think, I'm, I'm sorry, the Mishnah says that in both cases, she got her ksuba, meaning losing money is her problem, making money the Yorshim gain. And the Gemara thinks that, the, and the Gemara says that's a double standard. Either she should be responsible both for the loss and benefit from the gain or not. So what, what Rav Nachman, I'm a Rav Nachman, I'm a Rav Barabu, you have to understand what he's about to do. When he says Khan, Shana Rebbe, he's turning this into a machlokis tanoim, meaning there's a possibility that we won't have this din. Okay, that we will say that in, in both cases, she owns it. What does she own? She owns the loss and she owns the profit. But, but we're trying to avoid that situation because according to the Mishnah, the Mishnah clearly says that she owns the loss, but she does not own the profit. So where did that come from? So, so Rav Nachman Amar Rabbah Baragua says, this is Rebbe. Basically, this is going to be Rebbe's Stam Mishnah, paskening the Shaila, the Tzamachlokas Tanoim. Where do we see this? The Kiritanya. Hosifu lo achas yisera hakol l'shliach. Let's see Rashi. Kan shana Rebbe, the Mishnah seinu lamadnu Rebbe, that hakol l'balamos. Rashi gives you the outline, and then we'll go back and see the Mishnah inside, because that's how Rashi sets it up. You send the shliach to the, to, the, to the shuk to buy you cucumbers, or to buy you a shirt, or to buy you pizza. And he ended up getting the, the, the merchandise for less than you expected to pay. Right, that the expectation was that it's going to cost $10 and you gave him $10 to buy the, the shirt or the pizza. And he ended up getting it for $9. Hakola Balamos. The shliach does not pocket the extra dollar. The, 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 the owner of the, 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 the mishalech gets the, gets the, the, the extra money. <laughs> and the shliach cannot say it's my gain because I made the, I, I, I made a good deal. So now let's see where we see this, this playing out. Kiritanya. Hosifu. So Kiritanya says Rashi. This is the background. The Ikaplukta. There's a machlokus about this question. When the shliach gets it cheaper, who gains? The tanoi beha milsa. There's a machlokus tanoim in this issue. Who gains when the shliach gets it cheaper? Umaskana. Umaskana shaminan. Dibedavar she'en lo kitzba. This is going to be the conclusion. 
that when there's something that has no kitzba meaning, it's not a packaged product, but it's not exactly always a fixed price. So then the balamos always gets it, according to Rabbi Yossi. And the Sosomlan Rabbi Masnisen, the Hachik Rabbi Yossi, the Masnisen Nami Dover Shein Lo Kitzbahu, land by definition does not have a fixed price. We'll see in a minute when we see the price, we'll see what this fixed price issue is. Let's see the price and we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. The let's see the price. Rabbi Omer. I'm um yeah, Rabbi Omer Akolabalamos says Rashi. I'm sorry, so that was the Rashi. So what happened is that the Mashalech sent the Shlech to the Shuk, and the Shlech ended up getting either more merchandise. Than he was supposed, than he thought he was going to get, or he got it cheaper than he was supposed to pay. Who gets the benefit? Who benefits from that? So Rebbe, so Rebbe said. So uh, I'm sorry. So Rabbi Yossi says, "Hakola balamos." The balamos gets everything, which is exactly what it sounds like here. Meaning, in our Mishnah, when she ended up selling a hundred Zeus field for two hundred, so the the the, the beneficiary. The beneficiary is going to be the the beneficiary is going to be the orchid. So that's called Hakola Balamos. When she sold the 200 for 100, she loses. When she sold the 100 for 200, they gain. And that says the Gemara is a machlokus, and it's only Shitas Rebiosi. And the fact that Rebbe wrote a Stam Mishnah according to the Shitas Rebiosi, that was Rebbe making it like Rebiosi. So it sounds like it's a machlokus Tanoi. That's where we are right now. Amarami Barchamalo Kasha. No, you can't make it into a machokis tanai. Kan bedover sheyesh lo kitzba. Kan bedover shein lo kitzba. Says Rashi. Sheyesh lo kitzba. Kigon kitnis hanimker bechanut bemida mole kli bepruta. So you have a, a again, we'll, we'll turn it into our terms. So there's a sealed package of cornflakes. And that sealed package of cornflakes costs $5. Okay? So imosifu achas yaseira, if the seller then threw in some extra cornflakes, then set then cholkit dematanahu yeshlomer l'shliach nitna v'yeshlomer l'balamos nitna. So when it's a dover sheyeshlo kitzba, meaning there's a fixed amount, it's very fixed, there's no negotiations, and then the shliach ended up getting more product than he was supposed to. So we say that then the, 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 the shliach and the mishalech are going to divide the profit. Because we say that it's a matana, that the seller made a matana. Hold questions for a minute till we see the whole thing. The, the seller made a matana because it's not part of the transaction. And now it's a question, who's entitled to the matana? So according to Rashi, it seems to be a stafek. We're not sure whether the seller isn't, whether the shliach is entitled or the mishalech is entitled. And therefore we split it because it's a matana. However, right? But says Rashi, dover she'en lo kitzba. I'm continuing in Rashi. Kigon talis v'chaluk v'yerek hanimkarim be'omed either uh, a talis, a shirt, or vegetables where we don't have a sealed package, 
but they just scoop it up and it's an approximation, right? You know, you, you buy for five shekels, you get a, a scoop of strawberries. So, so sometimes the seller is large and the seller gives you a little extra or he gives you a discount on the shirt. And sometimes he makes sure you pay down to the last penny. So then when that happens, all right, when there's no real fixed price, but sometimes it's this way, sometimes it's that way. So then if, 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 the, if there's more product or less money than the Shmashalech had originally intended, the Mishalech gets it all. Why? That was part of the transaction. That wasn't a matana. When the seller is giving a matana, the shliach might have a connection to the matana because maybe the, maybe the seller gave it the matana because it's the shliach. So therefore we split it. But when it's part of the transaction, so in the transaction, it always goes to the balhamos. Okay, so I'll stop here now for questions. Yeah, Josh. Okay. Don't we hold a Only when there's a muhsak. So there's no muhsak here. You tell me. <laughs> okay, there's no muhsak. Good excellent question. The Meiri makes that question in learning Pshat in Rashi. The Meiri says explicitly that Rashi holds that it's Mamanamutu Basafik with no with no with no muhsak, therefore hold. That's how the Meiri explains Rashi. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah, I have a question. Uh, I, I don't have any problem with the everything that's present that's been presented on Amud Base. What surprises me about this Gemara is that everything that's on Amud Base, I thought when I saw the question at the end of Amud Off, it would turn the page, and the answer was simply going to be based upon what we learned about Shlichus last week. She's acting basically as a Shlich of the Izavon to discharge a debt that she's collecting herself. So if if I give her a hundred. If I give her, I've, if I give her only a hundred, and she man, a property worth a hundred, and she manages to sell off it for two hundred and and get her two hundred for her pocket, would say you did a great job. You did a great job of your shlichus. You in fact, you even saved the the ease of on a hundred. But if I give her two hundred and she makes a terrible real estate deal and she sells it for a hundred, we, we would say we gave you two hundred. You could you could have taken that two hundred for yourself and used it. And you squandered it by making a bad business deal. I, we never gave you authority to make a goofy business deal in the name of the Zavon. It's your loss. Period. It's all over. I'm not okay. I'm not sure, Pinchas, what your question is. I hear you're giving me a perspective. Why not? Why not give a very simple? Why? Why does the Gemara have to go to such far-fetched uh, legal solutions? Let's stand initially, who's and say, you you are entitled to take. 200 shekels worth of, of, of the Izavon to, to collect for yourself. You took 100, you were managed to, to get the 200 in cash. You did a great job. You, you discharged your shlichus very well. Take Do the 200 you understand? Away. I, okay, you're, you're asking great. And the truth is I could stop you here and just read the next lines of the Gemara, which is gonna exactly open up this whole issue. But before, but I wanna set the stage for what's, what's coming in the Gemara. So d- do you understand that there is a machlokas uh, but uh, do you understand there is a machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi about the question that you just mentioned? No, I don't see how I don't see how what they're saying impacts what I was saying. So then let's let's see it again. Hosifulo achas yisera. Go back to the first lines. Yeah. Hosifulo achas yisera, meaning we're in a case of shlichus, correct? Yeah. So we have a shliach who made a great deal for 
the Mishaleach. Correct? Okay. Who benefits? So when you read that Bryce, it's a machlokas. It's a machlokas. When the Shriach makes a great deal for the Mishaleach, who benefits? So Rabbi Yehuda says the Mishaleach benefits, and Rabbi Yossi says it's Cholkin. And what does our Mishnah say when the woman makes a great deal? That, that uh, Izevon gets everything. In other words, the woman who is the... I'm using your language. The woman who is a Shliach of the Yorshim, she made a great deal, and it says that how much, and, and, what, and what happens? The Yorshim get everything. Why isn't she entitled to something? Well, in other words, she made a bad deal, you make her whole, she, she ends up losing everything. If she made a good deal, I see here that there is some entitlement according to, it's a machlokas, whether she has any entitlement or not. You, hear, you, hear, you see what we're saying? I, I, I see, I see it's in there, yeah. Okay, so wait, so, but, so, so now the Gemara made a distinction to, 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 um, um, to, that according to Rav Papa, I'm sorry, so, so the Gemara made a distinction and said, well, right, our Mishnah, our Mishnah is a case of a Dabrashen Lo Kitzba, okay? And in a case of Dabrashen Lo Kitzba, the Mishalech always gets it according to everybody. Meaning what he's trying to do is he's trying to disconnect our Mishnah from that Machlokas Rabiosi and uh, to, to disconnect the Machlokas between Rabiosi and Rabbi Yehuda. He's disconnecting it. That when it's a Dover She'en Lo Kitzpah, the Mishalech always gets it. That's our Mishnah. And our Mishnah has nothing to do with the Machlokas Rabiosi and Rabbi Yehuda because they're talking about a Dover She'en Yesh Lo Kitzpah. Then we can have a Machlokas. But in a Dover She'en Lo Kitzpah, it always goes to the Balamos. Okay? Okay. All right, so that's where we are right now. Amarav Papa Hilchasa Dover Sheyeshlo Kitzba Cholkin Dover Sheyenlo Kitzba Kolabalamos. Says Rav Papa, the halacha is that in a Dover Sheyeshlo Kitzba, we paskin like Rebbe, and in a Dover Sheyenlo Kitzba, a Kolabalamos, right, like our Mishnah and like Rebbe Yehuda. Okay, so says the Gemara, Micah Mashwala. Look at Rashi. Okay, this is a, an important structure that I don't think we've ever seen it before, so you need to see it now. So says Rashi. Um, do, 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 do. No, no Rashi. No Rashi. So the Gemara, but the Gemara's question is, my Kamashwala, what did Rav Papa just tell me? Didn't, didn't Rami Barchama already tell me that? The Gemara's question is very simple. What did Rav Papa add on Rami Barcham? According to Rami Barcham, what did Rami Barcham say? That when it's a Dovashi Yeshlo Kitzba, when it's a Dovashi Yeshlo Kitzba, so then we have the Machlokas. When it's a Dovashi Yeshlo Kitzba, so then it's Kakola Balamos. That's exactly what Rami Barcham said. So what's Rav Papa adding? Says the Gemara, Shinuya Dishaninan, Shinuya He. This is a phrase that comes up a few times. You'll see that the Sosajas brings it. And it's very important to know. See, what, what was the difference between Rami Barchama and Rav Papa? Rami Barchama gave me a teretz. Teretz, okay. In other words, he was trying to reconcile. What he said is not mukrach. He made a distinction. We could call that distinction artificial. 
Well, the is one way, the is another way. It doesn't say that in the Brisa. There's no indication in the Brisa of Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda that there's such a distinction, which he wants to now impute back to our Mishnah. That was Rami Barcham's Terence. But one could come along and argue on Rami Barcham and say, you're matito, you're not correct. So therefore, the, what, 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 um, uh, I'm sorry, what Rav Papa is telling me is though the halacha is exactly the way Rami Barchama gave the terrets. And in fact, it's not just a terrets, but this is the halacha. Because sometimes we have a terrets and it's left up in the air. It could be a terrets, but maybe not. And what Rav Papa is telling me, she knew you who the shaninan, she knew you who, is that that's actually the correct interpretation. Yeah, Josh. But there's a steer of Rabbi Yossi to Rabbi Yossi and nobody offered any other answer. So why would we think it's not? Where, where do you see a steer of Rabbi Yossi to Rabbi Yossi? We said Rabbi Yossi, Omer Cholkev, Atani, Amar Yossi, Kol Balamaus. We have two Rabbi Yossi's with two different dinim, Lahor in the same scenario, and nobody offered any other answer. So why would I think that it's not the halacha? I think because we could maybe find a different a different uh, distinction. In other words, who said that? Who said that it's Tolui? Who said that it's Tolui on That's the question. Only the fact that the Gemara didn't come with any other answer. Okay, the Seder, but but knows, but 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 that was a terrence. It's a terrence. But maybe we would say, okay, that was very nice. That's right. It's very nice that Rami Bar thought of that distinction. But who said? So Papa is saying he's correct. That that's really the distinction. That, that's how you have to understand. That's what it, look up, if you, you want to do a search, you'll see here, the Mesorah the, Sashah the shows you, look at all the cases of Shinui the Shanin and Shinui Yehu. That's really the structure. The structure is that after a terrace, the Gemara follows up with, that's actually the correct terrace, that's the halal. Okay, we don't want to get too sidetracked because we got to go on and, and see what's going to be very relevant to us. Iboy All right, so again, we're working now with the halacha, that when the Mishaleah, when the Shliach changes well, I'm sorry, when the shliach gains in a davar sheyesh lo kitzvah, when the shliach cha- uh, gains in a davar sheyesh lo kitzvah, it's cholken, and when he gains in a davar sheyesh lo kitzvah, it's hakol abalamos, because we say, what is it, a matana, or was it part of the deal? Okay, that's in the shliach gaining. Now, iboilu, omar lei, and this is going to, this is what really pulling us back to our Mishnah about the woman, and what Pinchas wasn't so happy about, but the woman is, is, is Taka acting as a shliach of the Yorshin. Iboilu, Omar, okay, Iboilu. Omar Lay, the owner of a field, says to the shliach, Zavin li litcha, go sell for me litcha. Says Rashi, what's a litcha? Omar Lay, Zavin li litcha. It's right across just a little bit below. Omar Lay, Zavin li litcha. Omar li so a litcha is a half a court. So the, the owner of the fields, field says, I've got a big field out there. I want you to sell a half a kur of the field. Okay, very nice. And what did the shliach do? Azal, the shliach went, and he sold the whole kur. Sold the whole kur. My. So what's the shaila? What's the issue? Do we say Mosif al Dvarav who? All he did is he didn't violate the Shlichus. He did the Shlichus plus. So if he did Shlichus plus, the Shlichus is Kayam. 
and the plus is bata. The litcha miyakani. So therefore, the buyer owns a half a kur because there were shlichas to sell a whole kur. Uh, I'm sorry, there's a shlichas to sell a half a kur. He sold a whole kur. So he sold a half a kur plus a half a kur he wasn't supposed to sell. So the half a kur that he sold is, was, was legitimate. And therefore, the buyer gets to keep the half a kur. Or Dilma, no. Maver al dvaravhu v'litchanami lokar. Or we say, no, 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 we're very sorry. The shliach violated the shlichus, and therefore nothing happened. This whole, this whole question, this whole question would only arise in a situation where the buyer would be satisfied with receiving only a chetzikor. Because if he says, I I don't need a chetzikor, I needed the whole thing. So you got yes, it backwards. I, you got it backwards, sorry. You got it backwards. Why? You started on the right track, you got it exactly reversed. The buyer was, t- the buyer, oh, I'm sorry, I got it, I'm sorry, you're right, you got it right, I'm sorry, I, you're right. Obviously the buyer, yes, if the buyer, well, what, what happened? He, he sold the whole court to the, to the buyer. The, the buyer bought a whole court. The shaliach sold the whole court to the buyer, and the buyer said, I understand there was a misunderstanding between the shaliach and the shaliach, but I have no use for echetzi, I need a whole thing, that's, I need, I need, I have, a, I need large crops to grow, I want to cancel the whole deal, I'll give you all, I'll, I'll give me, I'll take the field back, give me my money back, I have no use for a chetzi. I need a full one. Does anybody have any question that Pinchas is correct in that case? No question whatsoever. It's not a deal. This was a wrong assumption in between the parties. By the the so was... got, here, here's here's where the scenario becomes very important. Here's where the scenario becomes very important. So in Pinchas's scenario, that can't be the question of the Gemara, because if I bought a, a kur and the shliach was only entitled to sell a chetzi kur, no deal. And I could say, I, I, I bought a kur. You can't, you can't let me be stuck with a chatzik kur. But what happens if I'm satisfied with a chatzik kur? So who wants to cancel the deal? Oh, now, now, now it's the seller who's canceling part uh, of the deal. But what happens if the, if the seller says, wait a minute, uh, you, did, you, did, you sold the whole kur. I, I, the deal's off. You violated the shlichus. I, I want to cancel the deal. Now, why would the Mishalech ever want to do that? Price went up. Exactly. There you go. You know, you got to figure out the scenario where we're in based in. If everybody's happy, if the if the Michelle, if the shli, if the buyer says, "Okay, I'll take a chatzikur," and the and the Michelle says, "Well, that's, that's what I wanted to sell," so we're not in based in. We're only in based in because somebody wants to call off the deal. So if the buyer wants to call off the deal, I think for sure he could call off the deal. But what happened? The shaila is only when the seller wants to call off the deal. And the buyer wants to maintain the deal. Let's see that in Rashi. You guys said that's we always have to figure out what the issue is. Let's see Rashi. Omar Lishlucho. I'm sorry. Um, right. Omar Lezvinli Litcha. Omar Lishlucho Mukhormi Sandosai by Ishatsiku. All right. So, and he sold a whole. So, so Litcha Miyakani, Lokeach. Here's the key, key phrase, Pinchas, that was addressing your question. That, that, that since the shliach did the shlichus plus, the, the deal is, is solid, of course, assuming that the buyer wants to keep the deal, and the, and the mishalech can't be choser. Or does the, does the mishalech have the right to say, I'm very sorry, you violated the shlichus, everything's off. So the shaila here is when the shliach does the shlichus plus, is that called a violation? Or is it called shlichus plus? And the plus goes away. That's the shiloh. Iboilu. That's the shiloh. 
I hope everybody understands that this is a great Shiloh. It's a great Shiloh. Yes? Okay. So now the Gemara is going to try to unpack it. And it's going to bring in something that we've had before. We had it in Kedushin. And it's about Me'ila. So says the Gemara, Toshma. I'm sorry. Amar Rabbi Rabbi Yaakov bin Arpa called Mishmei de Ravina. Toshma. Amar Balabayis Lishlucho. We're in the, shy, the, the Me'ila situation. But here's what happened. The Balabayit says to the Shliach, Tain lahen chaticha la'orchit. There's a, there's a big pot of hectish meat. And the, the Balabayit the, the doesn't realize it, forgot that it's hectish meat. He tells the Shliach, give one piece of meat to my guests. So if the Shliach would now give one piece of meat to the guests, Everybody doesn't realize it's hectish. So who's the Moel? Who's violating the Elah when the Balabayat tells the Shliach Bishogate, give up one piece of meat to the Orchim, and the Shliach gives a piece to the Orchim, and the Orchim eat it. So who's, who's the Moel? Who's the Moel? Balabayat. The Balabayat is the Moel, because the Balabayat, the Shliach did the Shlichus, and we learned in Kedushin, Ye Shliach Lidvar Aveira in Meila. And therefore, the Balabayit is Moel. However, here's what happened. The Shliach was, the Balabayit told the Shliach, give them one piece. The who, Omer, what does the Shliach say? Take your help, help yourself to two pieces. And the Orchim then, the Heim Natlu Shalosh. And the Orchim took three pieces. Says the Mishnah, Kulan Moalu. Everybody is Moel. Why? Because when the shliach told them take two pieces, did he violate the shlichus? Daniel's nodding his head. I think he did not violate the shlichus. He did exactly the shlichus. Plus, he did something else. He did the shlichus plus something else by telling them take two pieces. So the one piece was a, was a fulfillment of the shlichus. And telling them the second piece, that's his job. That's on his achrayas. And therefore, when the Orchim took three pieces, so they took the second piece because the shliach told them to take the second piece. So the Balabayit is moel on the first piece. The shliach is moel on the second piece. And the Orchim who took the third piece, not because not by because the shliach told them, they're moel on the third piece. So everybody's moel. I hope everybody likes that. It's a, it's it's a, it's a support service. Well, wait, wait. You see what you see where we're going with this right now. That's what it says. It says everybody is Moel. I just want, the Gemara, I, I, this seems I just to want, answer our question. This is exactly this is a perfect picture of our question because says the Gemara, "E Amrit Bishlama Mosif al Dvarav Havi." If you say that when a shliach does the shlichus plus, everything makes perfect sense because the shliach did the shlichus plus. And therefore, he's called a shliach. So then, right? That's why the balabayit was moel. Because the shliach did the shlichus one plus. But if you say the minute the shliach does more than the balabayit says, that's called mavir. So then balabayit amai moa. How did the Balabayit get me'ila hatanan? Shliach shasa shlichuso Balabayit mo'al, lo asa shlichuso shliach mo'al. 
Okay, so it, it, you, it's exactly what Pinchas wanted to say. It's a perfect replication of our case, where the shliach did more than he was told. And you see clearly the fact that the balabayit is moel, the fact that the balabayit is moel means that the shliach doing shlichus plus is called shlichus plus. It's not called a violation of the shlichus. Because if it was a violation of the shlichus, then the balabayit's out of the picture. Okay, I think Pinchas, that's where you were heading, right? Uh, yeah. I hope that's where you were heading, because that's where the Gemara is heading. Yeah. Okay. Let's just see. Let's see the. Let's see the uh, the Rashi. The thing. The thing that's the thing that surprises me. This is tangential. It's not really the Gufam Shell. What we're talking about. The thing that surprises me here is that um, you know we have a cloud in Dine of You cannot take an object belonging some to somebody else. Do you? Act, do an act of idolatry with it and end up ushering that object. You can only usher an object that you yourself belong to. Here we see that the that the the guest has the power to do me'ila and something that he doesn't even belong to him. That, that's the whole din of me'ila. I beg your pardon. I'm not sure why you're talking about osir davar and shalom. The object is hectish. It's usher to eat it. It's also to be nana from it. And if you if you're nana from it, bishogig, that's the definition of me'ila. It's not Osir Davish Eno Shalom. It's it's Eno Shalom and he's being Moel in it. That's the whole din of Mila. You took it. I, I, there's no comparison. Let's see Rashi. So ten lehem chaticha. This is the this is again, we're going back to the Balabayat telling the Shliach what to do. Ten lehem chaticha, chaticha mi basar shi bikli. And who omar lahem? Slu shtayim, shtayim kol echad mikem. Everybody can take two pieces. And everybody took three pieces. And then nobody realized it was Hegdish, not the Balabai, not the Shlecha, not the eater, not the guests. Why? Balabai, Moal, Shahachas, when they took one piece, that's what the Balabai wanted them to do. And therefore the Balabai is Moal on the first piece. But the shliach who told him take a second piece that was on his achray, so he's moel in that when they took it. The orchid bishlishis and the orchid took the third piece without the shliach telling them, so they're the moel on the third piece. Uh, can I just ask uh, one thing, please? Go ahead. About the orchid being chayv meil on that third piece, didn't they make that? Didn't they act on that? Because of the shaliyah giving them unlawfully that so-called second piece, and therefore it's really al cheshvan of the shaliyah. You but wait a minute. There were there were three pieces in the pot. The right. shaliyah told them take two pieces. So when they took the third piece, they did not do that al dat the shaliyah. So they are the moalim on the third piece. When they took the second piece, they did it on Das of the Shliach. So he's the Moel on the second piece. Right. But when they took the third piece, they did that at their own initiative. As far as, as, far as the Balabayit and the Shliach are concerned, there was a pot of meat sitting on the table, and they went by themselves, taking it, not knowing it's hectic. That's pure Meila. But the first two pieces was Mishlichus of the Balabayit and the Shliach. The third piece was on their own initiative. Okay. All right, so let's see how the Gemara deals with that. So, Lechayr, it's a perfect raya 
that when the shliach overdoes the shlichus, it's shlichus plus as opposed to bittel hashlichus. So the Gemara is going to give a terror who wants to avoid that conclusion. Says the Gemara, no, it's not what happened. When the shliach really, again, what the Gemara's point here is, is that when the shliach does more than the shlichus, the shlichus is bottle. But that's not what the shliach did. The shliach said, look, I want you to take one piece because the balabayit gave me instructions to give you one piece. Remember, nobody knows that it's hectic here. We, we think that we're at a, you know, a Shabbos day. So the shliach says, take one piece because the balabayit told me to give you a piece. And you know what? I'm giving you the second piece on my cheshbon. And then they took a third piece. In that case, the balabayit is out of the picture. The balabayit is in the picture. But if the shliach would have just said, take two pieces and not say, I'm giving you one piece for the balabayit and one piece for me. But he said, take two pieces. It's a violation of the shlichus, says the Gemara, because he gave them more than the Balabaya told him, and it's a violation. That's the Gemara's terror. to avoid the conclusion, meaning our goal here is to keep it as an iboilu. We're looking for a way to interpret that Mishnah in a way that doesn't prejudice the question of whether overdoing the shlichus is a violation or just plus. And therefore, it could go either way if that was the scenario. That's the Gemara's proposing that in a world, in a world where overdoing the shlichus is mavato the whole shlichus, this Mishnah has to be in a case where he didn't overdo the shlichus, but he, he modified the shlichus. And when he told them to take a second piece, he told them explicitly, I'm giving you one piece for shlichus balabayit, and the second piece is on my cheshmo. So now he hasn't violated, he hasn't overdone the shlichus. How is him explicating the source of the second portion? How does that solve the problem at all? It's, it's we lost you, Pinchas. My, 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 my camera keeps shutting itself off, but okay. my, my, you're my, asking um, a good question. We hear you. Go ahead, keep talking. You're asking the right question, but the answer is simple, it's obvious. Go ahead. No, I, I don't see a difference between the Terrets and the Havamina. I'll tell in you, both cases, in both cases, no, 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 no. When a Shliach does more than the Shlichus, we can have a Shaila whether he violated the he, he canceled the Shlichus or he did the shlichus plus. And therefore, when the Bala Bayit says, my shlichus to you is to give one piece, and he gave two pieces. He gave two pieces. He didn't tell anything. He didn't say he's a shlich of the Bala Bayit or anything. He just gave two pieces. He, again, let's, start, let's back it up. If the Bala Bayit says, give them a piece, and he gives them a piece without saying anything about shlichus, he hands them a piece. So who was Moel in that case? The Balabite said, give them a piece. The Shliach gave them a piece and they ate the piece. Who is Moab? Balabite. Because? He's the source of the violation of the Hektesh. The Shliach did his Shlichus. And when a Shliach does Shlichus of Me'ila, the Balabite Hamishalech is Moab. I'm, I'm saying it like that. Okay. So now, when the, Balab, when the Shliach gets a Shlichus to give one piece and he goes over with two pieces, and he hands two pieces to the orchid. And he says, piece A is Bishlichus of the Balabayit. So he did his Shlichus. And therefore the Balabayit is Moel on that piece. Uh-huh. And he added, and I'm giving you another piece on my Das. So the second piece is his Me'ila. Uh-huh. Okay. 
But so that but if that's what happened here, then it doesn't tell me anything about what would have happened if he would have just handed them two pieces without saying anything. Because then he did the shlichus plus without saying anything. So I got it. I go back to my Shaila. Do, does doing the shlichus plus invalidate the whole shlichus? In which case, the, he's Moel himself. Or no, it's shlichus plus, and the Balabite is Moel on piece A, and he's Moel on piece B. Why, sh- why, should, he- why should him verbalizing the, the authority regarding the second piece make any... Well, why does that make a difference? Because he's not overdoing the shlichus anymore. Of course he, he is. The whole, the whole you have permission not, to give him a second portion. But he did, exactly. But he didn't do it b'shlichus. He didn't do it b'shlichus. Oh, he's saying, I'm, I'm giving this to you as the owner? I, I'm giving it to you on my das. The Balabai did not make me a shlich to give you this piece. I'm taking responsibility to give you the second piece. Wouldn't that even transfer Yechrias to the receiver? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is somebody else's thing. Take it. Why does he give permission to take it? Because I, I, that's not a, that's not a, that's not part of this discussion. That's not part of this discussion. Okay. In other words, the shliach, the, the, the yeah, Ruvain's the balabayit. Okay. He tells Ruvain, go tell the orchim to take a piece of meat. Okay. Uh, you want me to make it? You want me to make it more realistic? Okay. A waiter gives I'm extra. Waiter, exactly. I'm the or waiter. A cashier gives I'm something. The waiter. Away. Okay, and the and the and the and the owner of the suda, I'm the waiter, and the owner of the suda says, Go give every person a piece. Go give every person a piece of meat. And I go and I, as the waiter, go and I give each person two pieces of meat. So if I just did it like that, then we have our shaila is did I violate the shlichus or did I just add on to the shlichus? But if when I give them the two pieces of meat, I say, Look, guys, you should know the balabite only wants you to have one piece. I'm the waiter. I'm slipping you an extra piece. Go ahead. Have a enjoy. So, so then he became, then he, he, the second piece is his responsibility. Obviously the guests assume that the waiter has the authority to do that. Again, let's not, we're not talking the way the, 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 the guests aren't, aren't going to love him. They, they, they understand that he has the way, the authority to do that. Have you ever been at a restaurant where the waiter brings you an extra dessert? Hasana, come on. Do you and ever people think assume that, that there were 400 pieces of meat to give out and the waiter could give them to anybody. Okay, do you think you're stealing from the balabayat? The waiter has the authority. You understand the waiter has the authority. The, he was given the authority to give an extra piece. But but, but he's not doing it b'shlichus. It's his responsibility when it's extra. Okay? So, um, all right, so let's again. So, hachabamay askinan achas achas klas. So he tells them explicitly, piece one is, is a shlichus, is from the Balabaya, piece two is from me, and they went ahead and they took three pieces. Okay. Says Rashi. And again, this Rashi really relates exactly to what you were asking. Achas midas balabayas asa ba shlichusa. So when he says one piece is from the Balabai, that's the shlichus. The fact that he gave another piece, that's a different discussion. Okay. So we have no right. Again, we have here, it's ambiguous, meaning it could be that we could live, this Bryce could live in a world where uh, adding on to the shlichus is just shlichus plus, but it could be it's a violation, because that's not the case. The case here doesn't talk about that scenario. Toshma, now we're going to go to our mission. So what happened? The ksuba is 100. 
and she sold a piece of land worth 101 for 100. So what do we say? Mechrabatel. Now, we want to know what's the scenario. My, well, my laugh, the Zavin Shavimana Vidinar, Bimana Vidinar. See, we're not assuming that she sold 101 for 100. So that's Pashat. The question is, what happens if she sold 101 for 101? Well, I would have said, okay, what would your default be? So good. So just give them back a, a dinner and then everything's fine. And what does it say? It says, right, umai bimone. And I, so what's the Lushan? Because remember, the Lushan is problematic. It says, machra shavemone vidinar bimone. How can you make it into a shavemone vidinar bimone vidinar? You, you realize that the language doesn't work here. We're, we're, we're assuming that the scenario is she sold 101 field for 101. I, the Lushan in the Brisa is, in the Mishnah is, she sold 101 bimone. Says the Gemara, now you know what bimone means? It means that she sold 101 and she got 101 and the money that she got isn't, she's entitled to the 100 and the extra dinner is extra. My love, let's see it inside. My love, the Zavin Shavin Mone Vidinar Bimone Vidinar. And Umay Bimone, what does it mean that she sold it, that she sold it for a money? Uh, you just told me she sold it for a money Vidinar. What does it mean when it says that she sold it for a money? Mone Shalom. Afilu, and then what does it mean? Afilu, he omered achzeres hadiner liorshim bedinner mikarkoi. And when she says, "I'm going to give back a dinner," it doesn't mean I'm going to give you back a dinner of money. It means I'm going to get back one. The, oh, I sold too much karka. I sold 101 of karka, so I'm going to give you back. I'll go take the money, and I'm going to go back to the buyer, and I'll get you back the extra dinner of karka that I took away from you. Everybody understand what we're assuming this scenario is like this. She she took 101 karka, sold it for 101. Well, she's only entitled to 100. So she goes down to the Yorsham and say, look, I took 101 and I sold it for 101. I'm going to reverse the last dinner. I'll go to the to the to the buyer. He's going to agree to sell me back one one dinner worth of karka. And I'm going to put it back into your issues. And now I will end up having done exactly what I was supposed to do. Uh, a hundred zoo, hundred zoos of karka, which I got, and 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 you, and that's it. Everything's fine. And what does it say? Hakol batel. Why would it be batel? Only because when she was only entitled to sell a hundred, and she sold a hundred and one, it's not called shlichus plus. It's called violating of the shlichus. I, I, it's complicated, but I hope everybody sees the raya here. What the, what the Gemara's understanding the scenario is the woman ended up selling shlichus plus. What was the shlichus? The shlichus was to sell 100. She ended up selling 101, and now she's going to reverse it and get back to one. So why don't we say, she, when she sold 101, she did the shlichus of 100, and the one obviously has to be reversed. Now we say the whole thing is off. That's a raya that when you sell shlichus plus, it's a violation. It's not shlichus plus, it's a violation of the shlichus. That's the Gemara's raya. Uh, let's see that inside again because it's a little complicated. And let's see, uh, you know, let's see it with Rashi. Rashi will help us. Okay. My love. My it's the Rashi, my love. My love dizovin shavemana vidinar bimana vidinar. That's the assumption. Shalohaya bimana vidinar shumtos. There's no mistake here. 
Everything was above board. Everything was done exactly the way it's supposed to be done, except she wasn't supposed to sell 101. She was only supposed to sell 100, but she sold it correctly. Now, there's 101 on the table. So at my bimona, I, it says that she sold it for 100, and you're telling me she sold it for 101. It means the 100 that she sold it for means bimona shalok, klomar. Bishvil mona shahaya lolihiskabel, machra shave mona vidinar, ubishovio. She sold 101 for 101 in order to get the 100 that she's entitled to. Okay? And umay afilu hi omeres, pshita del korchacha shal yisomimu. Obviously, the one is belongs to the yisomim, and she's ready to give them back the one that they're entitled to. Right? And what is she going to give them back? Dinar mikarkai, I'm in Rashi. Achzir, the eknem in alokech, shavah dinner, the achzir emlehem. Okay, no problem. I, I, I sold 101 for 101. I was only entitled for 100. I'll go take a, 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 a one, buy back the one that I oversold, and give it back to you. And what does it say? No, everything is off. And what does it say? Victori mechra botel. So that sounds like when the shliach overdoes the shlichus, it's not shlichus plus but it's a complete violation. Everybody understand the raya that we're getting out of the mission. Again, we're massaging the Mishnah, we're massaging the scenario to turn it into a reasonable scenario <laughs> that she sold 101 for 101. All she was looking for was to get 100. And therefore she's ready now to return the extra zoos of land to the Orshim by buying it back. So L'chaira, that should be treated as I overdid the shlichus. What was the shlichus is kayam. What, what I overdid is batel. Just like our case of the guy who sold a kur when he was supposed to sell a half a kur. So what do we see? We see that when you overdo the shlichus, it's not shlichus plus, but it's batel. Everybody here, everybody with us so far? Okay, so now we're going to try to avoid that conclusion. Amar Rav Huna, Breder Rav Nasan, lo. That's not the scenario in the Mishnah where we say bata. Meaning, if that would be the scenario, we would say everything's fine. Because we're holding that when the shliach overdoes the shlichus, it's shlichus plus, and it's not batal. <laughs> so why is this scenario in our Mishnah batal? Different scenario. Bid'ozil, says Rashi, Mishum hachi machra batal, machra We're going to take the language of the Mishnah at face value. She took 101 field, a field of 101, and she sold it for 100. So what do we say? Well, that's a mistake. In other words, the reason why a mechra batel is because the Yarshim are being cheated out of Azuz. Okay? And, of course, she's offering to give them back the Zuz that they lost. And the Mishnah is saying, no, it doesn't work. You can't. If you sold 101 for 100, it's off. You, you messed up. You can't compensate the Mishaleach for the mess up if he doesn't want to be compensated. Obviously, we're also talking here, and obviously in a case where the Yorshim want, they don't want it to be kind, they want it to be bottom. Okay? So that's the scenario, that she messed up. Everybody okay till here? Is, is the hundred that she's selling been appraised somehow? Like, we're no. just taking for granted that it's, it's known to be worth a hundred. Yes. yes. It seems like it's something we saw before she could sell it for two hundred. Nope. But she didn't again, sell 200. Right. All of this is there was a, again, you got to understand that the scenario is 
that she sold 101 zoos worth of karka for honey. Somehow or other, it was mispriced. Okay, ain't ono be karkos. We say that that's why we, we never can reverse it because of ono'a, but since she's a shlich, this goes back to our Gomorrah and Kedushin, when they're negotiating the division of the estate. So when the brothers negotiate, it's, it's a sale. But when a shlich is involved, then even the slightest mistake is undone because and therefore the Yorshim have the right to cancel the sale and are not forced to take back the extra zoos from her because she violated the shlichus. You look troubled there, Dan. I'm just processing. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, so, so that's, I the Gemara's not going to have a kasha on that. So no, we're making the scenario very straightforward. Exactly what the Lushan is. Let's go back and read the words and see how this fits into the words perfectly. Uh, the, go back to the Toshma. Meaning literally, she underpriced the land. Even if she wants to give back the missing zoos. That's fine. That's why it's bottled, because she underpriced the land. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. You're giving me a scenario where she underpriced the land, and that's why it's going back. But I, I have a sefer in the Mishnah. But the sefer is a case of ozil. I'm going to show you that the sefer, the ratio, the sefer is bit ozil where she underpriced it. All right, we'll see it quickly. Excuse me, just one second. Okay, so remember the sefer. The sefer was the you know the multiple sales. So in the in the last case, the last sale was underpriced, right? She sold Remember the last one we said is kaya. So you see that the Seifa had an Ozil. So if the Seifa had an Ozil, that means the Reisha didn't have an Ozil. Otherwise, it's just repeating the Reisha. No, says the Gemara, no. Reisha is safe a bit of Ozil. They're both bit of Ozil. I, if they're both bit of Ozil, so what's the Chiddush in the Seifa? What's the Chiddush in the Seifa? You just told me in the Reisha that when she sells 101 for 100, it's off. So when she sells the fourth field for 101, when she's only entitled to 100, of course it's off. What's the Chiddush? Says the Gemara, you know why we had the Seifa? HaKamashful on time the Ozil bidiyasme. Aval bidida mechrakaya. Meaning in the earlier fields, in the earlier ones, if she would have taken 101 and sold 101 for 100, she's stuck with the loss. Meaning we, we, we credit her with 101, not with 100. Okay? And that's why we needed the Seifa. Well, we know that from the Reisha already. But we already know that anytime she underprices it, that she's she she bears the loss. You know what? I don't want to rush this because we're gonna to have to put all the pieces together. Let's let's stop here. We'll pick it up on Sunday. We got to finish this, and there's a few tosos in that we're gonna to have to see because this is really. I hope you realize <clears throat> this is the key <clears throat> to the whole to the question: What happens when the shliach doesn't do the shlichus properly? What happens? Okay, is, 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 do, do we say it's it, everything is off or what's going on? What do we say? Okay, so we'll leave it here. We're going to pick it up um, on Bezrat Hashem on Sunday. 
and we'll pick it up here with the, we'll finish this last Teretz and see a little bit of the Tosos and, and go on because this Gemara is going to take us into the, into the tour. Okay. Everybody should have a great Shabbos. Yeshikoch again to everybody who participated in the matching campaign. It was very successful. Donna is extra, as ecstatic. Baruch Hashem. We passed our goal and thank you to everybody, both the, the anonymous matchers as well as those who participated actively. Yeshikoch. I'll see everybody on Sunday.